How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good evening. It may be the morning, could be the daytime, I don't know. Welcome to The Scream Test, episode two. My God, I got through the first one with my lovely friend Sarah, and if you listened, and you should, because you should simp so hard for this show, uh, we did J-Horror, and as I promised, I was coming back strong. We're coming back to talk about the Stephen King man, the enigma, the beauty that is him. I have nothing more to say about him, and I'm like three, 37 seconds in. But here to join me on that journey is my friend Peter, who, the like, I literally invited you here because you were like, I like The Shining, and I'm like, boom, do it. Let's talk about an entire yeah. genre yeah, of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So say hi, Peter. Hi, hi, Peter. Um, we usually start the episode. You haven't listened. To, oh God, there's mm. so much to catch up on. You haven't listened to the episode with me and Sarah because no, because you only it, just did it. Like, you know, that's don't literally really reveal just happened. The secrets of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because yeah, that hasn't come out yet. So, um, mm. I like to give sweets. It's sweet treats time. See, that was I my plan though, because I was planning like. I knew I was coming, yeah. and then I thought, you know, I'm going to listen to that one. No. I'm going to see what the vibe's about. You and can't. Then maybe I'll understand <laughs> what I'm expected to do. You're going to get said. Now it's we're all like a virgin yeah, on yeah, this right. Yeah, yeah. My point being is, um, I liked I, I started the show by giving Sarah some delicious sweet Japanese treats, which mm. she disgusted. She was disgusted oh, really? in them. She hated them. They were hideous. Oh. Um. I didn't have anything Stephen King themed to give you because, like, yeah. what even is Stephen King? Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd want Stephen King treats really. You like, do. you know, a lot you of his, a lot of his movies. There's a bit, you know, do it's you a think bit you gross just, at times. Do you so. just think you eat the corpse of a child? 
that might be some of his <laughs> treats. I yeah. have a sweet. Yeah. But oh, we are... you could have got corn. We could have just oh had a big plate of God. corn. I'm so stupid. That would have been amazing. Varieties I'm of corn. Dude, I'm so I literally had corn yesterday as well. Ew. Corn Ew. is gross. Ew. Like corn on a cob. That's, that's perfect for children of the corn, for example. I could have given you a delicious can of cream corn, and then I could have yep. watched you eat it with a spoon out of the tin, <laughs> cold, yep. Yep. circa audio listeners. I have a friend. I'm going to shame him. His, his name is Jake, and he eats cold food out of the tin. So, Jake, yeah, if you're like listening, yeah. we know you do that, and we're talking about you. T- <laughs> it's just Jake in his room listening to this, yeah. eating yeah. like a can yeah. of beans Breaking or something. Out. Yeah. I've seen, I think he um, he has the little ravioli. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's good out of it. That's good out of it. I'm not sure about cold. Have you done like, that? I've never eaten a cold. I don't eat a lot of things. Then cold. how was it out the tin? Because you can't put the tin in the microwave because you'll burn your house down. No, I mean like you pour it in a thing and you do it. He eats it cold it. out the can. He opens yeah, okay. it That's and just sloshes it in like a pelican. <laughs> <laughs> and he swallows. <laughs> Nobody does that. No, no, no. Jake does it. No. I wish we had Collins on this show and he could ring up and tell us how he does it. Yeah. He drinks it in. Maybe that's the future. The, the can cuts his little mouth <laughs> and he gobbles it up with the blood. Anyway, I have a sweet treat for you. Um, audio listeners, I'm Ooh. reaching into the drawer. Oh. It's a secret drawer. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting. Now, me and Pete are chocolate orange powers. I got you some. Oh, look. Oh, oh look. look at this. Oh, I got some nice lovely thing. chocolate orange twirls for you. Here they oh. are. I'm trying to slide them across the desk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't reach It's okay. It's okay. I'm quite quite long anyway. Oh, um, yeah. They are for you. Okay. Now, audio listeners, uh, they are here. Here's. Ooh. Yeah, they're this a real thing. Yeah, ASMR yeah, yeah. vibes. Yeah. Now, audio listeners, I don't pay the guests on my show per se. I'm just pushing them along in such like, a weird that's, way. That's fine, that's fine. That's, that's payment <laughs> enough, you know, that's great. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, sweet treats. I'm quite disappointed in myself now that I didn't get corn, and all I could think was um, we both ultimately agree that chocolate orange is the... Oh, yeah, that is the combo. where it's at. So many people don't agree with us. Yeah, I can name a few who just are so misguided. People we know are yeah. springing to mind, and yeah. we've had arguments about it. Movies. <laughs> yeah, we should probably get towards that somehow. No, yeah, I yeah. am angry about that because yeah. I mean, chocolate mint. I just why am I eating toothpaste? I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that. No, yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. But anyway, they are there for you as okay. a not. Also, you have smart water. Are you drinking water? Yeah, yeah, I'm drinking smart water. Are you being I've healthy? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on a bit of a like health kick recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out my house. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take my chocolates with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw them up in a bin. <laughs> <just> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait. Y- no, I've been doing it loads recently. Why like, are you drinking? You know, trying to get healthier and stuff. Stop drinking dark coloured liquids. <laughs> and, you know, like... You're in. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you're in for a treat. Oh. Um, because you've got some orange chocolate orange twirls. Twirls are the crumbliest of the... Uh, the f- no, no, no. Mm. I'm so, I'm, I'm so sorry. Crumbly. No, no, no. The flake. Oh, of course. The don't flake is the flake. The flake is a yeah, nightmare. Yeah, don't flake out on the flake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stand a flake. What is even really? going on? Why? I mean, I haven't they eaten. They complete a every ice cream. I haven't eaten a flake since 1946, and wow, that is it's a long been a while. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I watched That's Schindler's List this morning. Just everything is about the forties. Uh, um, see, I watched a, I watched a uh, Stephen King film last night to, uh, you know. Okay, for one. Mm. Schindler's List isn't a Stephen King film. No, no, no. That's <laughs> what I mean. But I was actually doing research. I did research yesterday. Did you? Are you jumping on to s- imply that I haven't done research? No, no. I Sometimes would never suggest that. I can't sleep. And I, I have to watch just the stories about the plight of the Jews. 
The point yeah. is, they all ate a bunch of twirls and Did everyone... Yeah, I've missed that scene. I really <laughs> missed that scene. Were they chocolate orange they're twirls just, or they're just, just regular in ones? Oscar like? Oscar Schindler's factory and he's like, pay the Jews with twirls. And yeah. they're all just gobbling them up. Yeah. Um, Such a hard time. That's but not... They had twirls. Yeah, they had twirls. Yeah. You know, it was brilliant. No, yeah. he did give him vodka at the end. I remember that scene. Oh, really? Yeah, when he's... We are going to talk about Steam King, but right now we're talking about Steven Spielberg, so I haven't circumvented. They both have Steven in the name. We know yeah, what we're doing. There's a link there. Yeah. Uh, there's a link. Thank you. Yeah. At the end, when he's about to get caught, and mm. they're at you. Have you seen? You have seen it. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Though. Five hundred years. Mm. Um, he gets in the car and he says to the the guy with the glasses, the Jewish guy who's been helping him the whole time. He's like, "Give them two meters of fabric," and I was like, "What are they going to make tents? Like this makes no sense." Right. And a bottle of vodka, and I was like, "What between them?" And a twerk. Each, because it's oh like, right. oh, and also, hmm. they only had like 1,100 people. I thought Oscar Schindler had loads of people, but I guess he only had one factory. He, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. his best. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he, yeah, did, yeah. he did. He <laughs> did. Apparently, he's dishing out the vodka, you know? Like dishing out the twirls. That's all right, isn't it? He and gives him the bottle of vodka twirls, and pops yeah. a twirl in like a flake, <laughs> like a little 99 action. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Jewish the people are 99. like, what a hero. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for saving our life, but this orange twirl in a vodka. Mm. I bet there's a chocolate orange vodka. Probably is. I'm so annoyed. Mm. And we will talk about films. I'm so annoyed because in Morrison's they sell chocolate orange filled donuts and I was going to get you some for this, oh but I yeah. didn't have enough time. But all of it's irrelevant because uh -huh. I didn't get corn. See, so I'm that's so a great idea. Oh, I'm so, I feel like I thought it and then I thought, well, how am I going to give you corn? Because that's stupid. And then you'll just have this can of corn and you'll just throw it away. Yeah. But yeah. you'll enjoy, I'm going to push them along the desk a bit. I think that's about as far as they're going to go. You'll yeah, enjoy yeah. the delicious yeah. twirls. By the end of this pod, they're just going to be on the floor, like where you push them. The dog will the eat them. Yeah, that's true. Audio yeah, listeners, yeah. if you remember from my very first episode, Valkyrie, my dog, she is here. She's looking absolutely so angry at me for saying her name. Mm. In the f in the episode with Sarah, she uh, got her giggly wiggly, her dog toy out and oh, made cool. a lot of noise. We had to confiscate said giggly wiggly. Yeah. Um, the giggly wiggly is on the floor, I've just noticed, and I thought I'd put it away. I've made a fundamental error already. Okay. Shall no, no, we no. remove the giggly wiggly before we start? Well, no, actually, no, because that will alert her. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she yeah. looks pretty tired. Yeah, let's just let's just semi-ignore her, and maybe she'll behave. She's kicked all the pillows off the couch. So that'll give her a microphone. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are eight minutes in with absolutely no talk about Stephen King, apart from how he's an icon. He has uh, gates on his house that have spiders on them. Does he really? Yes, I looked. I it. did not know that. <laughs> I found his address, his social security number, That's his mother's maiden name. Doing, okay, yeah, <laughs> his yeah, wife, yeah, yeah. his yeah. children, what car yeah. he drives. Um, no. Uh, his wife's called Tabitha. I knew that. Why did you know that? Because I did some research. I told you I was making notes yesterday. As Where well. are your notes so today? Because I was keen to see the notes. Me yeah. and me and Pete. Um, uh, obviously, like I'm a podcast pro. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I just yeah, said yeah. that. Clear evidence I of that in the first eight minutes. I completely rejected my mind for that. And, I, and me and Pete were like talking about this. I can't mm. remember when I told you. Mm. And then it was like, now you have to come on and do it. And mm. I think you had like a very short period of time from yeah, yeah, knowing. Yeah, you, you told me uh, beginning to mid-May. Get on my show. Yeah, and here we are. <laughs> and uh, so you did research and then I heard that you'd made notes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. I wanted to see these notes uh -huh. that I'd heard so much about vicariously. Yeah. yeah. And there's no notes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought, you know, it's like, I, I, that's what I often do. I make notes Where and sort they? of things. And then they're literally just for me. I just find it easier if I write stuff down, I'll remember it better. Like, I did this, like, a 
going off tangent a little bit, but Go. I did a speech for like my um my parents' wedding or whatever, my mum's mm. second marriage, and I wrote this whole speech out, and it's like three or four pages, and at the speech looked really good. I stood up, got it, and just mm. like screwed it up in a ball, put it on oh. the, put it on the, the table, and just went the whole thing freestyle. That's a baller move. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, bet yeah, there yeah, were yeah. women divorcing their husbands in the crowd, going, "I just fell in love with him when the minute he threw that speech on the floor." Yeah, well, yeah, it, it looked women really good at the everywhere. time. You know, that you know, was so. That would have been baller. I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was a real, real thing that happened. But um, so yeah, I kind of did the same thing. I didn't actually bring my notes so that I could throw them in the bin. Like you know, God, I just I wanted to see that. I just made notes and then left them behind. I thought you were going to turn up with like a, a like, like a file of facts yeah, like yeah, the eighties yeah, yeah, yeah. that Adam yeah. going to be really keen on it, but now yeah. it's not happening. I've been lied to. I've been told about these notes. These notes haven't appeared. Um, mm. with okay, so <laughs> Stephen King. Okay, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like which one to start? literally. Just this is the same energy as the last podcast, and like there was a long period of time where we didn't talk about movies. I will. I know what I'm doing. I'm competent. You're all over this. You're all over this. Really, Kuma's this here. This is why you have your show because you're on this. My boss just deletes the channel. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, like, I did no. the first one, and that was something, and now this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't talk about Stephen King for two whole hours. We're not going to go that long. Audio. Yeah, I promise. That. Also, as well, I keep saying audio listeners, even though there is no visual to this. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. like just, saying just it. Just listeners. No. Oh, okay. I want to say the full thing. Yeah. Isn't audio listeners just listeners anyway? Yeah, they get Same an extra thing. amount audio. of. People said, like, why did you say audio listeners? Because they're just listening. But I'm going to say it, and you can't... Haters going to hate. Okay. You yeah. can't no, stop you me. stick with it. You I stick will. With it. I'm you, in you've it. You've laid the benchmark down. Now you're going to stick with it. It's going to... Yeah. yeah. I'm on it like a comment. Anyway, so mm. Stephen King, his yeah. longevity. He has been going since the dawn of time. Yeah, yeah. Did you know he used to have a pseudonym when he wrote his first few books? Yes, 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 yes. I was just about to say that. Ah, sorry. Interesting on, fact. Um, the... Backman books. What was the full name? Richard Backman. That's it. Yes. Let yeah. me tell you something interesting about that. I have mm. a very rare copy. I have an itch on my face. Everyone, mm. it's a nightmare. Um, I'm okay. I'm struggling. Um, I have a very rare co copy of a a book he wrote called Rage, yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah. was taken off the shelves because someone used it. Uh, 70s. Forgive me if I'm wrong, everyone. Um, uh, as inspiration to do a school shooting, oh, which of course I know that. about. Of course. of course. And so I, I hunted down a very rare copy of that book. Yeah, that um, makes you want that book more. Yeah, um, audio listeners, I have an interest in true, uh, interest in true crime. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally <best> <laughs> I have a very <laughs> strong interest in crimes and 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 killing uh, serial killers and stuff. Anyway, and yes, I hunted that down. Mm. But I mean, that was the seventies. And yeah. I do not know off the top of my head when his first movie was made. But as an author, obviously, he's been going since the dawn of time. Because, you know, I do actually think that maybe Stephen King is immortal. Yeah. Um, I'm literally Googling right now what Stephen King's first movie is because we're, we're so professional. Mm. Um, but yeah. Oh, my God. We're talking back into the 80s here. Yeah, of course it's films. 80s. Some of Ni his best films are in the 80s. 1981. Um, oh. Night Riders. Uh, yeah, he appears in that as well. He uh, cameos in that. And then 1982 was Creepshow, if we remember. <sighs> yeah, that's really hit and miss, that series. Yeah, like, it really is. Some of it's actually good, and then some of it's just a little bit cringe. A little bit too yeah, it is. slappy, it's, silly. Yeah, it's very slapstick. I think it was designed that way, with that in mind. Um, obviously, so he's been writing since the 70s. He's been... Uh, I'm dying of, like acid reflux oh, right. <laughs> okay that's gonna make this really difficult you know you're the professional i can't do this on my own man. i need you, like, you can't, just you can't bail out yeah. i haven't eaten i don't yeah. know why like, what's wrong with me um really kuma, I'll save you. Rila kuma is a small stuffed bear that i have here um 
enough about Rila Kuma. <laughs> just, just the end of Rila Kuma is here. She, Rila Kuma is a man, but there's a zip on his back and no one knows. Oh my God, Stephen King. <laughs> just talking about yeah, Rila Kuma yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's been going since the 70s in book writing. He's been making movies since the 80s, which is excellent because I genuinely stand super hard for Stephen King's 80s movies. We will talk yeah. about the modern ones, obviously. But this is a guy who has a longevity in two realms of career and also he cameos in a lot of his movies. Well, he's not an actor. We're not going to say he's an actor. But this is someone who is... Um, I mean, he would easily be considered one of the, f- like, you know, the leading the leading guys in horror. I mean, you p- yes, he's not a director, but you can put him up there when people talk about people like Carpenter and Hitchcock and, you know, uh, Argento and stuff like that. Some of the greats. Um, you know, he is just a name within horror, no matter where you look at him. I don't think he's ever directed. I'm pretty sure he hasn't. I may be wrong. Shout out in comments if we have them on Spotify. I don't think we do. I don't know how Spotify works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just people send me actual mail saying no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, how did I get this letter? Just a postcard. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Like in 1408, because I watched it yesterday. Um, uh, I did not watch that one. Oh, I told you to watch that one. Yeah, I know. I know. But I watched Pet Cemetery instead. You can't go wrong. Yeah, I, I've not actually seen it until last night. Pet Cemetery. Get out. Well, well, <laughs> there's a number. There's a two. There's a number two. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. One. And I watched the 1989 version. I didn't want to watch the remake. No, the remake's trash. Yeah. We'll get onto the trash later because okay. there's been several remakes that anger me and yeah. are nefarious, and I wish to destroy them. <sighs> yeah, I often feel that way about remakes. I'm Most of the time, it doesn't. Rila Kuma, Kuma's eyes. Yeah, that that melee. They're melee calming you out. me down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rila yeah, Kuma. I want to touch Rila Kuma, but I can't reach it. Anyway, um, got so out my reach. Anyway, and I wonder, you have to wonder what makes the longevity of his career. Because if you really tear apart his movies in a very uh, analytical sense, not to bore anyone, but they're not like the most terrifying movies. They're not immensely scary. Do you know what I mean? There's Mm. nothing about them where I go, oh oh my God. And especially uh, if you listen to the last episode, we were talking about Japanese horror. Japanese horror is absolutely fundamentally built on the archaeology of fantastic scares and really leaving you with a fear. I mean, as I said, watching Samara come out the TV for the first time as a child, I was like, God damn. My TV's all wet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Cindy, she's getting my TV all wet. Uh, Scary movie is where it's at. Um, yeah, it also had the hon- concept of like horror comedy as well. Like, I'd, I'd never Creep really. Creepshow is horror comedy. I yeah, 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 yeah. And like, there's film Maximum Overdrive. Have you yes. seen that one with all the trucks and stuff yes, in it? Yes, like, yes, you know, yes. that's described as a horror comedy, which yeah. is like a real paradox in itself, really, isn't it? Like, how can mm. you have a horror comedy? Like, it's going to make you scared, but then you're laughing right after that. Like, how can you be then scared again later on in the movie? Well, they're called black comedies. Yeah, they're called black comedies sometimes, but these ones are literally called horror comedies. I don't understand how these two mm. things can can marry up and be a thing, but I apparently they can. Right? Yeah, I think there's a lot of humor and death. <laughs> well, <laughs> for some, for some, for some people. Well, you could, yeah, I mean, if yeah. you look at things, I mean, th- if we, I mean, I don't think Stephen King was the first to sort of bring about the horror comedy genre, but he certainly was out there in the pioneering of the forefront. But obviously, that's such a huge thing now. If you look at things like the longevity of things like Shaun of the Dead and yeah, um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and again, uh, the scary movie franchise had an incredibly long span. I think of maybe five movies now. I can't remember first three being the key players, of course. Um, yeah. And I think there's a lot of these things that keep Stephen King going. And even though, as I was saying, a lot of his movies aren't immensely scary, they have what I personally, you may disagree, to me they have a certain Americana charm to them that I can't resist. And there's something about watching this Rockwell-like painting family go through something really tragic that I massively enjoy. Because if you watch any kind of like Stephen King atmospherically, 
the family's very wholesome the town is very wholesome yeah, yeah. you know there's that that whole like middle america you know like vibe and i love watching that go to yeah, hell for the most part yeah, i want to yeah, see yeah. that go to hell yeah. in a handbasket yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah, one yeah. of the reasons i love pet cemetery we're gonna get some of my favorite scenes in that in a moment because okay. there are so many scenes in pet cemetery that i stand so hard that people just think i'm weird for oh, really to hell mm, we haven't got to it yet okay okay now see I'm sorry, the first time I watched it, i've come to play yeah, yeah, on the phone. Yeah, oh yeah. my god gage gage who calls yeah. their kid gage that is an interesting name. Yeah. G A G E. Yeah. I had to look up why he was called that. I was like, do they mean Cage? But his name is Gage. G A G E. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man yeah what is a Gage? And I've come to play. How'd that kid learn to dial the phone? You were dead mm. two days ago. Yeah. Now you're dialing phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, out of the way. Yeah. Uh, his speech improves, like, you know, dramatically. And he gets a top earlier, hat. Earlier on in the and film. he's wearing a top hat. Yeah. When I he's resurrected. I don't know where he gets a top hat. Where'd he get that from? from? Like they bury him in that top hat? Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah, yeah. God, I love that movie. Yeah. It was good. It was anyway, good. what's your your tea on? Oh my god, we can tea spill. <laughs> we can. None of the <laughs> listeners know no. what I'm talking about. No. Tea spilling <laughs> is a phrase that I use um, when we gossip about stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We're it spilling is pretty tea. much gossip. It's a yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. phrase, and yeah. I think if you're an elder listener and you didn't know what it was, I've just hit you up. Tea spill. Spill the tea on how you think Stephen King has such a uh, yeah a long, a long like long such long jet. I can talk. Mm. Yeah, you're doing I fine. Long I'm doing longevity. <laughs> 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 How Stephen King manages to have uh, such a long career. There we go. I didn't even use the word longevity. Yeah, good skip. choice. Good choice. Yeah, just skip around that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's just he's just one of those guys. He must be like incredibly passionate about it. Like you know, he's, he's, I think he's just someone who feels like he has to do it, sort of thing. Like with his with his books and writing and stuff like mm. that, and it gets developed into films and things. Like that also helps, I think, because you know you write the book sort of thing. He could just be a writer, and none of these films get you know made sort of thing you could just leave them as books but then they're made into films as well it's sort of i don't know it adds a few years on like if you wrote the book people would go nuts for it mm. for like you know maybe a little while and then a couple of years later the film comes out people are going nuts for it again like you can get he five years out of one idea oh yeah oh he's got to be god yeah, yeah, i never yeah. thought about it like you just explained it yeah like because it's you know doubling it's like the amount disney. of time disney did that because they would re-release uh, 90s throwback everyone and also i think disney is one of those corporations in the world so fight me on it i don't care i will take you down with the amount of research i i'm like one of those people when i hate something i will like i'm going to research the hell out of you and i know so you can hate it properly yeah, yeah because yeah, if you yeah. come at me with your asinine argument mm. You want to be able to shut that you down. You go into town. I'm just going to sip some water, everyone, because, like, again, I am dying. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we'll sip your water in amongst your uh, Disney <laughs> hating, I suppose. Yeah. 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 But so Disney did the same thing in the 90s and the 80s when VHSs came out and stuff like that. They would re-release the same movie over and over again, and they would call it the Vault Collection. Yeah, they do that still. They do that still. Yes, like they every do. Every it's ridiculous. Every year or every so many years, they release, you can now buy this movie. On a on golden version yeah, with 500 yeah. things. And in the same way, Stephen King does have that kind of um business vibe going on for him if you will uh, and that's great because he's not exploiting it in a disgusting way and there has been times when Stephen King has come out and said actually I don't like what you've done with my movie like Lawnmower Man yeah Stanley Kubrick as well he hated that movie The Shining yeah, yeah. that's disappointing no it's not I really not. like that movie you should watch Stephen King's version yeah it's yeah. a gem but yeah I read about Lawnmower Man like you know he, he wanted his name completely taken off yep. the credits for that he yeah. had 
Disney said it was, you know, absolutely. And Disney damn. would just be slapping their name on oh, it yeah, and yeah, getting yeah, the yeah, royalties yeah. Yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah, give yeah. me the money. Yeah. So he does, uh, and I think what you were saying as well is interesting about like he, you know, he just needs to write. And I think like, um, you know, from an artistic point of view, obviously, I'm not going to flex, but like being a musician, being a writer, uh, being an artist, and stuff like that, it is a compulsion. It is something that you just continue to do. Yeah, and yeah. he's very good at his craft, and that's fantastic. I mean, if I had to take away any of those, um, <coughs> I'm dying. <coughs> My God. If I had to take away any of those avenues from myself, I know that I would struggle. So it, I think it's... Yeah, you're someone who like you know writes music and things, and you're disappointed when you haven't... Written like written five songs in a week. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, you know, maybe he's the same. Maybe he needs to... My I've band, got to bust out another my song. My band right. have turned around to me and pointed to go, yeah, you don't need to write any music at the moment. We've got to work on like yeah, 20 other songs. Yeah, we've got to catch songs. up on all yeah. you've written already. We've got like an like album coming out, and you're just like, hey, so I've written seven other albums. <laughs> But um, also I short stories as well. Like yes. that, that could add to the longevity, couldn't it? Because he writes a yeah. short story. You know, maybe it's only a few pages. Yeah, like fourteen oh eight was a short story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then and that that's gets made into yeah, a mega box movie. Huge names in it, like you know, uh, what's his name, John C John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson's in it and stuff like that. Um, Interesting. Why are you gesturing? Because he because he, ha he has like John Cusack in a few movies, doesn't he? I think he likes a bit of John Cusack. Like, have you seen Cell? Right. Cell? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and that's quite good. I'm right. having and a weird... And Samuel L. Jackson's in that I'm having time. a weird moment where I'm thinking, did he make Identity? But I don't yeah, think... Yeah, wait. I'm pretty sure he did. 2003 film Identity. We're looking it up, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, all right. Well, I'm going to put Stephen King after it to see if I can just slim this down. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a short story he wrote as well. Because, like, you know, that keeps happening. He writes a little short story. Like, I don't know. It's going to be completely, like, not something you might have watched but you did you ever see that schwarzenegger film the running man i know of it yeah 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 so stephen king wrote that as well and what? like yeah i know right i know and like you know that's completely not really a horror at all like mm. it's all about a game show like you know kind of kind of tiffing on your um japanese thing there like Ooh. you know it's kind of like a japanese game show where people end up killing each other throughout it like really good movie really liked it um but you know that was a long time ago that i watched it but I thought it was a good movie, and I found out when I was doing my research and writing my notes <laughs> um, that, um, that was actually Stephen King as well. Like he is, he is in a lot more than we think he is. Unfortunately, yeah, the internet—the in internet is not telling me if he had anything to do with Identity, which is uh, crazy if he didn't, because I absolutely love that movie. If you haven't seen Identity, then shame on Yao because it's absolutely fantastic. Um, no, I don't think he had any hand in Identity, which is a shame because he should have because it's fantastic. Um, I I'm just don't care about anything. He can't be responsible for everything, can he? Yeah, I'm just going to... I'm only going to talk about identity now for the next hour and a bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> change the name. <laughs> yeah. So I like the movie Identity. <laughs> it's, it is actually a really good movie. But, um, yeah, I mean, Stephen King has his fingers in loads of pies. He's going everywhere. He has this... He clearly has a compulsion to write. I mean, I'm assuming he never sees his wife and kids. Um, he's <laughs> just alone in this basement behind his, like, raw iron spider gates. Yeah. fervidly tapping away with a typewriter yes yeah, oh my gosh you just took it out it? of my muss yeah, area yeah, he's tippity tapping yeah. and he's coming up with things that are brilliant and I'm you know and I do as we said it's, it's fantastic that he won't put his names to something that he doesn't believe in and I think it's you know it speaks for yeah. his creativity it speaks for his passion and things like that and Sorry, just made a weird noise. I think our house is going to blow up. It's fine. Apparently, this is our house now and you live here, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fine. You moved in. Yeah. And, um. Those orange twirls. Yeah, they just snagged you. Yeah. It's the only food in my house. Um, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> I have dog food. Um, okay. yeah. Sarah's Japanese snacks are in the bin. Cast aside. Mm. Um, 
they were I, I didn't eat them she wasn't oh, happy okay. she wasn't she drank a coke instead so she thought it was a joke Had did it. she not even drink a poke soda that is not even a way to describe what I gave her. It I was, it was Dragon po- Ball Z. It had Vegeta oh, on it. I thought it was Pokemon. It no. said it was ice cream flavor, but she said it just tasted like trash. Oh. Um, oh. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Where fault. were that, we? That no, 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 no. So, yeah, Stephen King, he has honor. He has grace. He has a big, big face. Um, <laughs> I couldn't think where I was going with that. Okay. Um. So, moving on, hit me up. Mm. And as I always say, and it's going to become a catchphrase, I think, for the podcast, in no order. Oh, okay. Let's go top threes. Okay, okay. Hit me up with your first one. I'm going to make up mine now because I've just come from work and I haven't had time to think about it. Even though I've had, like, ages to prepare, I haven't. See, on my notes sort of thing, I wrote down the first movies that came to mind. Like, you know, my first Stephen King movies that came to mind. I got to 16 movies. Jesus Christ. Which ones do you... We're yeah. going to help you. What yeah, ones yeah, yeah. do you like? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know, I know, I know. So, uh, Misery is probably oh one God. of my personal favourites. Oh, like, no way. Yeah, Kathy Bates' performance in that film was amazing. Like, and James Cam. It just I, reminds me of a weekend at my house when I'm angry at a man. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Often, often hobbling people. Like, sure. And then yeah. forcing them to write books for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not a writer. Get on with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get on I with it, Stephen. <laughs> You're back in the basement. <laughs> All this time, Stephen King is in my basement. <laughs> What's really sickening is I do have a basement. I'm uncomfortable in my chair. I'm going to move my mic. Oh, there we go. <laughs> anyway, um, Misery, hit me up. Uh, well, I think, it's, I think it's an amazing film. Like I used to watch it, like, I don't know, probably once every two weeks. I just got like... Jesus Christ. I know, I know. I just kind of got... Can you get addicted to watching a film? Um, like I mean, my therapist... Oh, for God's sake. Mm. Why do I just say that out loud? My p- therapist talks about repetition watching. is uh-huh. something that people do to find comfort because you know the outcome, but you can get lost in the investment yeah. of people that you're familiar yeah. with. Yeah. So sometimes when you repetitively watch something, yes, you're enjoying it, but you also then become more acclimated to the characters and acclimated to the circumstance. And you, uh, you can, in a way, then feel that you're in it more yeah. if you've seen it over and over again. Yeah. So that's the thing. But yeah, that one's Just like, you know. Just slow key calling you mental and lonely. No, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Right, no, that's fine. That's fine. I accept it. Um, but like that one, it's, I think one of my favorite things about it is because there is literally nothing he can do. No. But in that situation, like in a lot of horror films, like, you know, you see like the character running away, they fall down. Don't fall down. That's one thing you could not do. Like Scream, for example, they mm. always fall down. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't do that, you know. Don't go. Uh, don't go outside when you hear a funny noise. You know, just don't, don't run up the right. stairs when you should run out yeah. the door. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> things like that. You know, whereas whereas in misery, li- literally, he has a crash. He's then stuck. Mm. You know, broken legs. What is he supposed to do? Wearing awful pajamas. Good lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you Nightmare. Know, yeah, probably not thinking about the part where she had to change him into those pajamas. Like, you oh, know, just don't think about that. Don't I forgot about that. that. Well, yeah, obviously she's gonna have to change. She him probably strip bathed him as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh she used to be God. a nurse, didn't she? So she's gonna, you know going to be all about that sort of she's thing she's very matronly misery is a good movie i didn't watch misery until i was like 16 or 17 i think the first okay. time yeah, yeah. Uh, a pal of mine showed me and i was like oh yeah 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 i hit it up and it uh, it it's actually not up there in my stephen king choices you're not a fan of it at all no no, no i don't mind it i mm. mean i own it and stuff like that but it's not a stephen king i would jump out watching over and over again and literally it's for the personal reason that i don't have the same norman rockwell family value vibes what do you mean? As I said, like she's alone and she's yeah. just like, write me a book because I'm fat and I fap off over the misery stories <laughs> when I'm by myself or whatever she's doing. Yeah, yeah. No shade. Yeah. But 
I just don't vibe with it in Has the she same got a way. Pig? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she has pig? a piggy. Yeah, yeah. I think I can't like because the pig looks so much like me. I can't watch the movie. Oh, no, I'm joking. Don't, don't, don't. We're not doing that. We're not doing the deprecation. Why? You do it, then I'll That's start doing it. That's ninety percent of our personality is being self-effacing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you start doing it, I'll start doing it. We're just tell me how much you hate your job. No, no, no. Let's not go there right now. Like, we could be, we could be We're just even longer. Like everyone just crying and yeah. clicking away yeah, from this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So it was a good podcast, and then I got really sad. <laughs> <laughs> there was twelves in the they beginning. I thought misery, it was and then they brought the misery. misery. Oh. I thought the twelves were going to be uplifting. Rila Kuma was there. I had to. I I got really depressed and just watched like ten episodes of Rila Kuma the other week, didn't I? Like mm. it was like that's my my go to is watching Rila Kuma, okay. um, yeah. which I also referenced last in the last podcast. I think people are going to think I'm just going to obsessively watch Rila Kuma and cry in my bed or yeah. something. Yeah, see, it kind of has has a place in the last podcast because that was all about J horror or whatever. Like, are you trying to say Rila Kuma doesn't deserve so. to be here? Well, Rila Kuma is here, isn't she? So, how like, do you yeah. say his name? Rila Kuma. You went really We're pronouncing I? it wrong. Is what? the Japanese way of saying it is wrong, but I like just saying Rilakuma. Yeah. Rilakuma. Oh, is it? it? Oh, yeah. okay. That's Stephen King. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Rilakuma. I told you we should have had those flashcards. Like, oh, you know, yeah. I said, I said before we did this, like, oh, we're going to have to have like flashcards or something, like, stay on topic. Like, just yeah. cards. We can't. Um,. We are on topic. Relakuma. Ew, I hate saying it. Relakuma. Um, anyway, yeah, Misery just doesn't have the same vibe for me, which is why my one of my picks, um, it's, God, I love it so much. Again, like Misery, I can watch it excessively, but I don't think I've watched anything as much as you've watched Misery, you serial killer in the making. Um, yeah, mine is Children of, of the Corn. Yeah, okay. Yeah, corn, yeah, top movie. Babies, corn, top movie. Babies, corn. Yeah. I also renamed every Stephen King film at one point in my life. Mm. Um and Children of the Corn is just called Corn Babies. Excellent. I love Corn Babies. I've mm. watched all of them in the franchise. The rest are trash. Literally, you only need to watch the first one. Everything is terrible. Mm. There's a South Park episode where they parody it as well. Also that fantastic. That is the best South Park episode. I know. I I've got to get to my job interviews to be the manager of Denny's. <laughs> but in the movie, he's like a doctor, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. just like every time I watch the movie, I think about how he's just going for the job interview to work at Denny's. Yeah. For yeah. our English listeners, Denny's is essentially McDonald's. Yeah. So um, but in America but yeah god i think i can't watch that movie now without him thinking god he's got to get to that denny's interview yeah that south park episode kind of not ruined the movie for me but just yeah it's just yeah 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 children of the corn is aesthetically fantastic we're talking about when this movie was made we're talking the 80s this was just sort of we're on the cusp the year i was born where the most iconic things happen like chernobyl um i caused that with my telekinesis powers uh Try and stop me. Fight me on it. You it's can't. reference though, Carrie. See? Oh, I don't like power. Carrie. Which but we, no, no, like we have to talk about Church on the Corn. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Corn yeah, babies. Yeah. Corn babies, of course. This is a time, this movie came out in a time before there was um, colour washing schemes and stuff like that. But for some reason, this movie just has the vibe of mustard. Um, it just mustard coloured. Everything okay. is yellow. Everything is beige. Everything has that like. Corn around. Yeah, the corny colour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's. You know, there is a lot of corn around. Just paint my Clean house. Away. I go to the Dulux Centre. I'm like, yeah, hi, I want a kind of corny colour. Like, <laughs> they're just like, get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Madden, that's not a word. Yeah, yeah. it's Rila Kuma told me. Um, Rila Kuma's corn coloured, kind of. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, it's everything's got that great like uh, South, you know, like Bible Belt vi- feel, very sort of Texasy. Um, I don't actually know where it was shot because uh, I'm terrible. It's like Nebraska. It's gonna be somewhere like that, isn't Idaho, it? Yeah, somewhere, somewhere farming community. Farming state. community, flat, derelict yeah. land, and this is again, you've got that idyllic white 
suburban couple. He's a doctor. They're on a little road trip together. Also, when I watched it recently, the guy in it, the boyfriend, is very passive aggressive towards his girlfriend. And I kind of picked up on it recently. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, you're kind of like verbally aggressive towards your girlfriend a lot in this movie. But there's corn involved. And I get that. That's stressful. But he was he was angry at her like before the corn bit. And I was just like, you need to get out of that relationship, it's love. Couples like traveling though. Traveling like, couples. She's got the directions. They're arguing. They about argued about it. Yeah. And it's, it's stressful. Always that. Always that. But that movie is beautiful. It's such a, it's Again, it's Stephen King, you know, he's he's bringing the so many horror directors, so many horror writers, so many filmmakers have jumped on the whole like children are terrifying thing. I mean, The Exorcist solidified that in cinema and The Omen, of course, and um, Shining. The Shining. The yeah, we had Village of the Damned as well back in the, the early 60s. These are movies that solidified. Gage. That was afterwards. But yes, oh, yeah, was it? Who knows? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I was on a flex of knowing movie stuff then. And now I'm like, I don't know when any movies are made. I don't know. I uh, don't know no, anything. No, 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 <laughs> Corn Babies was 86. Um, and Cemetery was 89. Was, yeah, we're so acclimatized to, uh, acclimated rather, to seeing children sort of when they're kind of like youngish. Mm. And that's like, they have like a set age. And in Children of Corn, it's like, yo, there are no parents. And the children are ranging between like toddler age to like teenagers. And they just run this goddamn town. Uh, and I think we've all fetishized doing that in a like less Lord of the Flies, more Children of the Corn way. And then you get out of nowhere this weird ritualistic religious corn thing. Yeah. And then there's like a weird god in living in the corn. He lives behind the rose. That's oh, you said it. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. Yes. And then there's a weird guy and he's, uh, is he a midget or is he a child? But he's got a very high pitched voice. Yeah. I, I learned Malachi. a lot. Yeah, he no. wants you too, Malachi. It, it, that's how that's he says Isaac. it. See, Isaac. That's yes, his yes, name. Yes, yes, Isaac, yes. right? So, so I, fantastic. On my research, I found out something about that. You know, do you know what? He's 25. Yeah. He sounds like it. Yeah. He's 25 <laughs> and is inhaling helium. To do that performance. No, I never knew that. Yeah, oh, yeah, look yeah, at yeah. you with your research, actually. Yeah, I know, oh right? Oh, my I know, God. I, know. I thought I put in some, like... No, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I did Google once, is he a midget? Oh, okay. Which yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. has the same quality no, to what you I didn't you find did. that out, but <laughs> I did find out he's actually 25 at the time because of Because I was like, he... Yeah, gone helium. he looks older. The mm. actor does. Like, so I was like, he must be a midget, but he's clearly just a short 25-year-old who's inhaling midget. Um, <laughs> my life ever since I've watched Children of the Corn is anytime I'm in a place where it's slightly desolate and I'm with someone is just shouting, we have your woman. She lives. <laughs> Outlander. We Outlander. have your woman, Outlander. And I do yeah, it yeah, yeah. so much. Anywhere I go, I'm like, we have your woman, Outlander. And she lives. <laughs> and um, people just walk away from me. Yeah. And I lose yeah. a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Children of the Corn is is, is a fantastic is film. Is, is that your number one? Are we d- we're not doing all we, we? We, we don't rate. We don't rate. We don't have a number. We're one not casting shade. Stuff. We're not okay. saying anything's okay. bad. We're not saying anything's good. But I would say that Children of the Corn is definitely one of my favorites. Um, Got slated online. Like when what? I, when I was looking at my honestly, I didn't do it. But when I was doing Stab my research, stabbed you with a twirl yeah. across <laughs> yeah, the room. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it. It crumbles into your your skin, but, but, but the, the pain is there. Just yeah, real quick while I was researching and stuff like that, you know, just basically. Everywhere I could find it, people were hammering it. Look, that it just terrible. only proves right. that it, the critics are idiots. <laughs> That's a really good thing to say on this pod. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Everyone has a different taste. A critic is there to be impartial, of course. But the thing is, obviously, nowadays, anyone can go online and review a film. Yeah. 
And I mean, uh, you know, we're not talking about that movie came out at the time of like Roger Ebert and actual critics who are like looking at the film objectively from a non-personal point of view, which is something I choose to do, which I think the podcast is good for as well, because I get to talk about things that I genuinely love as a film critic. But I also get to say, like, yes, I get that you like Misery. I personally don't like it, but I get why it's a good movie. Mm. And that's what a good critic does. But now just every single person can go on TripAdvisor and be like, the Denny's was only one star because the manager got lost in a cornfield. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, like it just makes no sense you know and that's a shame because i think i think at the end of the movie when they're walking away from the house spoiler alert but spoiler alert for a movie that came out like 500 years yeah, ago yeah. so if you haven't seen children of the corner i'm gonna ruin it at the yeah, end when yeah. they're walking away and they walk past their car and there's a bit of corn stuck in the tailpipe i was like you could just pull that out and drive away and then the camera pans out and there's like tons of corn in the engine bay i was like is that is that what you're doing like that's the threat like yeah. someone included yeah. that and i just am like this is kind of what i love about stephen king because i i could just imagine him on set just going yeah just just put the corn fill in the car the corn, man. fill it up with corn, man. Up with corn. and then everyone doing it being like no it's do you really think this will be scary yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's gonna be great it's just gonna be great. everyone on great. Set, everyone says like it's it's terrifying stephen and he's like mm. It really is. Back to the basement I go. And <laughs> <laughs> Scuttles away. Yeah, he's, just, yeah. he's a crab as well. Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. actually a crab. Um, his <laughs> wife's a crab. Everyone's a crab. Uh, <laughs> looking to scuttle in your area. Swipe right on Stephen King. Uh, <laughs> Low-key crab tinder. Um, yeah, and I just feel like maybe sometimes, like, I do watch it and go, are you genuinely making a joke? Mm. Or are you, like, seriously sitting in your basement? Because he, he is yeah. there thinking, yeah, the corn, See, the corn was in the, the car. Back to the horror comedy thing again, you know? Do you think do yeah. you think that is an attempt at humour? Yes, or it's got to be. No one in the 80s, when, when serious horror movies had come out, we're talking, you have to remember, like we were just saying, big, big hitters like The Exorcist had come out. Halloween had come out. Friday the 13th had come mm. out. And we'd yeah. seen horror like at its peak. And at, you, you could say at its worst Friday the 13th, even though I love it. Um, you know, you had peak, like, The Omen, movies that were changing the face of horror cinema. Uh, we had a lot of Japanese horror as well coming out, you know, Evil a lot Dead. of uh, Evil Dead, a lot of, you know, Raimi. We had uh, Italian horror like Suspiria and stuff. Great movies coming out from Europe as well. Um, and uh, again, sorry, so I'm still choking to death. Uh, on the air, I breathe. We had You had a lot of influential movies coming out at that time, and Stephen King just went, yeah, fill the car up with corn. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah Shove yeah, it in yeah. there. Sh- stuff it. He's yeah. just stuffing it in by hand, personally. Just pushes away the set director. No, I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Takes such pleasure in it. Yeah, yeah. And the little uh, crucifixes with the corn people on them. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, but, yeah, Children in the Corn is... Pff, it wipes the floor. It's brilliant. I don't care what anyone says. To hell with you, Rotten Tomato reviewers. Uh, that, yeah. They're like, don't they're, even you know, listen as to As I say, as I say... It was the only film online, critic you, you can know. listen to is me. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's your number two? Mm, <laughs> well... Since they don't have numbers, but yeah, um, I don't know. It probably is The Shining, but I'm going to skip that one because, like, you know, it's kind of like me and you have talked about it before and kind of like talked about it to death a little bit. So I but don't. Really, but this is for the purposes of podcast, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of should talk but about it really. But yeah. You and I have differentially. Different, yeah, please opinion. talk for me. Do yeah, my yeah, job. We have, Thanks. We have I paid you in twelves. Do yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. goddamn job. Yeah. We have very different opinions on The Shining, audio listeners, and mm. this is something that when we go out and smoke, because out of our friend group, we are the only two that smoke, and it's just let's disagree about the two versions of The Shining. Mm. You're a Kubrick boy. Mm. Forgive me if I pronounce his name wrong. I always feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong. Mm. And I'm a Stephen King's TV two-part series of The Shining yeah. kind of lady yeah. because it's got James 
Webb, I think his name is in it. And in the 90s, he was a super hunk. Oh, oh he's a hottie. What, what, oh. what time are we at? How long did that take? 40 whole minutes. He's Whoa. hot. I don't, I, he's got his he's daddy vibes. Okay, I okay. simp for him. I'm like, yeah. you can burn down any hotel I'm in, as long <laughs> okay. as we've had some quality hotel time prior. Yeah, we'll play croquet. See, I, I can't, I can't do that. You know, like, how can you not think Jack Nicholson's performance in it, like in the movie Kubrick movie, is just the right time, the right place. Like, it's just a culmination of all the things. Like, um, do you want to watch me not care about it? Mm, I think I'm doing that now. Um, like, I'm shrugging my shoulders. Audio is listening. Can't <laughs> see this, but yeah, you are I get not what impressed. you're saying. I get like, what you're you know, saying. Um, it's off topic but you know like the Heath Ledger performance in the Joker like that was yes. literally the perfect guy for the perfect job at the perfect time hate the movie but he did a very good job yeah, yes yeah. I completely understand yeah so that's what I'm saying Jack Nicholson was for The Shining it was whoa 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 you're trying to say that Jack, Nis- that Jack Nicholson in What Women Want wasn't your favourite performance funnily enough no <laughs> No. I get what you're saying he encompassed it really well he embodies yeah. it really well but like uh, in regards to if you'd read The Shining and then you watched that you mm. are going to go, what? Yeah, see, this is another thing that we, we probably should get onto, really. Like, it depends. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. ...on the the books, you know, like, Mm. if you read the book, I think you're, if you read the book first, I think you're always going to be disappointed by the movie, because you could read the book, and I could read the book, the same book, I don't know, The Shining by Stephen King or whatever. We're going to have different interpretations. You're going to have different interpretations of like how you imagine that film and looking. When they make the movie, Mm. you're going to be disappointed. I'm going to be disappointed. And if you made that movie... Stanley Kubrick's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you made that movie (laughs) with your interpretation, I'm probably still going to be disappointed. And so are other people. Like, you can never please everybody. I get that. Once you've read the book, your imagination is going to make it this good. Here's the things I will give about The Shining by Stanley Kubrick. Because... I can't you like even though I personally don't like the movie, I I get bored. I find Wendy absolutely intolerable in that movie. She's annoying. Even mm. though in the book she's written very different, and as we say, if we take the book away and let's do that for now, because otherwise it's going to get like three layers of hell. <laughs> if you throw away the book, even just as a character, ugh, just ugh, she's uh, she's a nightmare. And in the Stephen King adaptation, um, I cannot remember. No, I saw the Stephen King adaptation first. But even in the Stephen King adaptation, sh- she plays the character well and competently. You know, not to the degree of the same as the women in the book, but she's she's got her own force. Mm. But Wendy just is a nightmare. I can't watch the movie, and I do know that Kubrick ruined that woman's life, and I do feel terrible for her. And I, forgive me, I don't remember the actress's yeah, name. Yeah, that came he, out way, back, way after, He was didn't very it? He was horrible really to her, hard on but her. he does that to a lot of actors and actresses which is um, 
Well. Not in my personal opinion, the best way to get the best work out of anyone in any job role, be it as a manager or as a director. Mm. But he chooses his path and he made great movies and we're poor and he's rich and dead. Yeah, it must have worked somehow. Yeah, he did well. But yeah. um, the movie aesthetically is absolutely phenomenal. The movie is stunning, 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 stunning over and over again. I could watch the scene where they cross the hallway and walk into the golden ballroom and cry. I could weep human tears with how stunning that dolly shot is when they pan across. And you have Jack and he walks and they have the wall cut away. And it's that expansively wide, fantastic Kubrick way of shooting and directing and looking at things in such an um, overpowering sense. These rooms are gorgeous. They're stunning. They're overwhelming. And it's all to make us feel so insignificant in the Overlook Hotel. Very well done. He did the same with uh, Space Odyssey. And, uh, you know, I give him that. You know, T, well done. Um, look at you reaching for your little... Your little smart water. Freaks you out that I'm drinking this, doesn't You're it? You're so healthy. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. You're practically glowing like a pregnant woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not saying you're fat, but... Go back to my terrible lifestyle. <laughs> no, no, no. Good for you. It's got electrolytes in it, everyone. Um, I'm a big simp for the, sta- uh, the, sim- the smart water. And, uh, you know, but I personally, as I, fi- I find the characters very intolerable. I find Danny very intolerable. Oh, really? I feel like he just <laughs> made every player in it who wasn't Jack Nicholson so weak so watered down such like absolute chocolate teapots that jack nicholson's character no matter what is going to shine through you see what i'm saying and so if you watch if you watch the shining the stephen king adaptation every character is a power player and um you know oh my god i just i got a terrible text message and i can't look at it um sarah has done digital art of our last podcast of samara coming out of the screens we're looking at into my face and i just saw it but i didn't open it but i saw it enough to traumatize myself (laughs) thank you sarah I, i will look at that probably later it looks fantastic um just becomes the artwork for this podcast and my boss is like no (laughs) you know uh, and i feel like it's something that kubrick did maybe intentionally maybe not intentionally i don't know but if you watch the tv adaptation every single character has their own platform has their own powerhouse is their own powerhouse their own way is fighting the hotel in their own levels obviously because there's the marriage issue which in in regards to uh, is played up a lot more in stephen king's adaptation than it is in the kubrick adaptation and obviously danny isn't just so sort of like riding around on a trike yeah he does spend a lot of the movie doing that yeah (laughs) 90 percent of his life uh he actually is a character in the tv adaptation um you you can call it a movie we're gonna call it stop calling it's actually it was a movie but they split it into two halves to play it over two nights on tv as a special um god that was a lame fact to know (laughs) so on tv in Mm. the 80s when you had a tv guide Mm. um yeah and so he the the actual book is padded out characters you have characters with depth and dimension and the marriage has depth and the marriage has dimension and dimension and you know everyone is padded out and then kubrick was just like nah you be nuts, you be a crying woman, and the boy ride around on a bike, action. And also, I'm going to spend hours just making fabulous-looking shots, but everyone else is sub-qu- like subsequential. They just don't seem to matter. And I think you kind of have to watch Stephen King's version. And that's why he made his version, because he mm. was so disgusted at the levels of neglect for the characters that Kubrick did. Yeah, yeah. But if it's his story, you know, surely he had some sort of uh, influence on like. No, Kubrick he wanted absolutely it. nothing to do with it. Yeah, um, but, yeah but like, surely, surely Kubrick would have had to like give him a little phone call and be like, "Oh, can I have a go on?" There your, is a story about it. Sto- you, yeah, script, like your story. <laughs> can I have a go on that? Can I have a go on that? Can I have a little go on that, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy. That's how we talk now. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a go on your script, mate. You know, it's cool. I honestly think uh, I could be wrong, and we would have to look it up, but we're not going to do it now. There's something about copyright, copyright claim rights. Yeah. Um, if something is um, 
copyrighted and goes into public domain like a book or a movie or a story it has a certain amount of time on it before it then becomes public domain again i don't know if that happened or if he did talk to him about it but either way stephen king was not happy and i don't know the full story and if you do know the full story fantastic well done please you know you're going to correct mm. us if you were able to uh mm. and if you don't know it then ask look it up postcard, yeah please. answers on a postcard because there is no comments on spotify and if you don't know then go look it up but i'm i'm not sure is it a copyright claim or did they actually talk either way he he butchered the characters not the visuals obviously because you can't argue with the visuals mm. he butchered the characters so much that stephen king made the movie version that he made which i personally as you know a fan of the story enjoyed a lot more if i'm to be a fan of the visuals which god don't get me wrong in the shining i am mm. i could watch the kubrick's one time and time again i just have to pay you know i think if you never read the book and you never saw the stephen king version it's a great movie yeah okay but if you know yeah then you know yeah yeah, yeah. but okay. i know and then they know and we all know <sighs> my number two <laughs> 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 my number two where are we <coughs> i'm checking the time oh yeah no, we're not going that far. Yeah, we we'll just keep going until the end of time. <laughs> just like people find <laughs> well, us in three now, days so here. Yeah, you got twelves. You yeah. got you got water and twelves. Yeah, yeah. Val's taking a nap. Yeah. You know, Jesus. Yeah. In this economy, I've put the heating on as well. Yeah, yeah, Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm allowing today. heat. Allowing yeah. heat. We will stop because we're both smokers, and at some point, we're going to want to smoke. Okay. You yeah, can't blow cool. into these mics. Yeah, no, that's going to be too okay. much. Too much puffage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The can't puffage. <laughs> Remember I told you about clipping earlier? Yeah, That's yeah, Clip yeah. Central, my friend. Oh, right. Clip Central, baby. Mm. Um, if you were to be in any Stephen King movie, I'm going to come back to the tops in a minute, but I want to okay, get this okay. question in before we, ta we max out or yeah. die or need to smoke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cigarettes, everyone, nothing else. Um, now I've said that, everyone's going to think it's scene. the other yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, but we yeah. are genuinely just going to smoke cigarettes. Oh, God. <laughs> we have work tomorrow. Um, yeah. What was I saying? If you were in any Stephen King scenario, hmm. let's slim it down to the key players. You're in Pet Cemetery. Oh, zombie people coming to get you. Mm. You're in Children of the Corn. Oh, corn babies coming to get you. Mm. You're in The Shining. Weird people masquerading, um, doing things? sexy yeah. ghost stuff. Because yeah. there is the ominous yeah, yeah, yeah. oral Jeez. sex scene, which we don't know is oral sex between the guy in the bear costume. Mm. Or you're in Christine, the killer oh, okay. car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which one do you think you would Plymouth, 1956 Plymouth Do Fury. not arouse me because I love that car and you know I'm a car person yeah, by yeah, knowing yeah. car stats. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. the Plymouth and that, yeah. Everyone, I'm a big car stan, especially uh, very... Uh, Classic. I'm very into 50s and 60s American cars specifically. Mm. Uh, no one needs to know this information. Everyone's bored to death. But I do. I like a Chevrolet and a Cadillac. Mm. I like 70s Cadillac. Oh, no, stop it. <laughs> Which one are you surviving? Uh, 70s Cadillacs are gorgeous, by the way. I would love to wear a big fur coat and drive around in one of those. Okay. Throwing coins at yeah. prostitutes on the street. That is very 1950s until the coins and the prostitutes. That was. There were prostitutes in the 50s. There were prostitutes in Jack the Ripper time. Where, where did you think prostitutes were invented? Well, no, no, no. no. Prostaboots. <laughs> <laughs> These prostaboots. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike just clipped so hard after I was like, we shouldn't clip. And then <laughs> I'm just like, prostaboots. The prostaboots have been around since the dawn of time. Cavemen prostaboots. Everyone's a prostaboot at some time. Jack the Ripper had hundreds of prosy boots. Little yeah. prosies on the old street. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. a good prostitute. Yeah. Again, my boss is like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to know, Rachel. There w it's a good wage. Um, who are you surviving? <laughs> <laughs> Which one am I surviving? Yeah. Um. I think I know which one I'm surviving. 
Mm. But you hit me up first. Or do you need mm. time to mull and I'll tell you which one I'm surviving? You tell me which one you're surviving. Children of the corn. You oh, can't oh. fight me, kids. A bunch of kids. Come yeah. on. You give me one long stick because if anyone knows anything about survival and I'm big into like survival, this podcast is what's Rachel into. <laughs> I'm big into survival. You need a long thing to keep the enemy away, right? So you just yeah. get a big stick and you just swoosh it at knee height and just knock all the kids over. The children are essentially bowling pins. Yeah, yeah okay, but there's more, than, more than one of them though, isn't What are they going to do? Circle then you. Pff, to hell with your circle. I'm an adult. <laughs> I've paid taxes. What are you doing? And then if they don't leave me alone, I'm mm. just going to tear down their self-worth because they're children and their frontal lobes aren't formed properly mm. until they cry and then I win. Mm, okay, but he lives behind the road. Who? I'm not going to have that. Who lives there? Well, the corn man, I suppose. Imagine if it was just Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they've got some sort of distortion, like, you know, because obviously Jesus? they're making crucifixes out of corn. Yes. You know, there's some sort of distortion, like, you know, that Jesus and then I, was involved oh my God, or is involved or is the corn. I don't know. What happens is you have to defeat the nefarious children, gladly. I'm not peeing on kids. And then mm. you get to fight corn Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just Jesus and he's just like, all of his limbs are like shucks of corn. <laughs> and he fires little kernels at you because yeah. his arms are also guns. You just heat him up, he just starts popping. Oh my God, like, oh, yeah. be fine. Oh my God, we're so stupid. That's how popcorn. you do it. Popcorn. You... Oh, I could have got you popcorn. Got popcorn. No. Do you like popcorn? Yeah, everyone likes popcorn, don't they? No, I know people who don't like popcorn. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, popcorn's alright. Sweet or salt weird. Yeah, yeah. Luke popcorn. hates popcorn, I think. Really? Yeah. He's your friend, you should know. Yeah, but we don't go out on a lot of dates. Popcorn dates. <laughs> so I'm gonna heat I'm gonna heat corn I'm, I'm gonna hit the kids with a stick. Yeah. I've got longevity, I've Hopefully got range. They won't circle. Yeah. Even if they will, I've got a really long stick. Right. Why are you smashing holes in my plan? This sorry, happened to sorry. me when me and Sarah had this discussion. She told me that I couldn't defeat the Samara and I'm like, try me. No, uh, okay. And then I'm just going to get a blowtorch and heat up Popcorn Jesus. Oh, yeah, okay. Done. Okay. How are you surviving? Who are you surviving? Okay, I, I, would, I would survive Christine because I mm. would go upstairs. Oh. Cars can't really get I you upstairs, can they? Right. I don't even have a retort for how good that answer is. Yeah. My answer seems disgusting now. Yeah. Yeah. Why did no one do that in that whole goddamn movie? They must have tried it. They must have surely. No, no, no. Have you seen Christine? Yeah, I've seen Christine. No one goes no up one, a flight of stairs. No one goes up no. a flight of stairs. You know, like no. you know, like because we live quite near the coast. You know, like sea walls where it's like proper concrete stairs. So I'm thinking wooden stairs. Yeah, okay. The car might smash through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House on stilts. Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of houses in America yeah. are made out of wood, so car Hurricanes. could smash through it or whatever. Yeah. But. Not here in the UK or whatever, or like, well, that's some concrete stairs. Here in the UK, right. you can't drive into me, mate. Or, or get on a boat and just go 50 feet out in the water. They get on a piano ferry and, and Christine checks herself in and she's <laughs> in the car bay. But then how would she get to you if you're, a, if you're up on the upper... On if, if you're, you're up some stairs. If you're an upper decker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Just in the lounge enjoying so a drink and she's down there like so angry. <laughs> just pacing, well, not pacing. Just but, you know, driving circling. around, yeah, yeah. knocking over people's caravans, yeah. just having the best time. Yeah. Oh my God, I kn- that was a... Yeah, that, that cut that conversation really short. Go up a flight of stairs. C- kudos to you. Yeah. Neither of us uh, yeah. thought that one through. No one thought that through when writing Stephen King. And that brings me into... Um, yeah, I love Christine. That's one of my movies I'm picking. Is it? I love Christine. Um, Has the stairs thing not just ruined it a little bit? It really actually has. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to watch a movie the same. Personally, again, it's it's a 1950s thing. I do like classic cars. I'm really big on Americana. I love, um, if no one's ever seen it and everyone's seen Harrison Ford's first movie um, and one of George Lucas's early movies, please go and watch American Graffiti. This is a fantastic movie, which is very unheard of. It's about 50s um, 
Yeah, it's a hot rod movie. It's a car head movie. It's definitely a movie for car lovers. It's a hot rod movie. Um, and I, lo- I absolutely love the vibe of hot rods. I love that whole, like, greaser look. I, again, I'm very into, like, 50s Americana and stuff like that. So Christine vibes to me on that level aesthetically. Like, I'm very into the aesthetic of Christine. But mm. um, I'm also 100% simping for how much Christine simps for the guy. I just said simp a lot. Mm. Um, yeah, if a car could fall in love with you, wow, I love it. And I, and I also love, in a strange way, the Stockholm-esque syndrome that he seems to suffer about his car in the end where he's like yeah the car killed my girlfriend but god i'm cool with that plymouth and and he goes for it and he goes along with it and his reasonable power is like you know dude it's it's a car you're humping the car like what's going on over here and um yeah i kind of love that stephen king just manifested that story in a sense uh, about a guy and a car that fall in love (laughs) essentially yeah 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 Yeah, i guess you could call it a love story it's a love story and then the car kills a bunch of people mm. interesting uh, movie fact when they sm- the bullies smash up christine don't they yeah yeah yeah. they they filmed it and then did it in reverse to make it seem like when christine comes back to life oh okay see how they all did that like in reverse. Um, uh right what's the film um you know um hellraiser yes where they make the you know they make it all out of wax and they yeah. melt the wax and put it in you reverse come back to get, yeah. yeah they yeah, did yeah, that with yeah. christine which is crazy because that car like probably a prop car but still certain parts were worth a lot of money if yeah, you're yeah, a car yeah. person you you're watching like and you're crying like, a little bit inside i did i'd watch stuff and be like well i know that that chrome headlight angel <laughs> angel tip chrome headlight cost this much money because yeah. um, even in its time when christine was made that plymouth was uh, you know a 20 30 year old car you know it's worth mm. a lot of money everyone just clicks away with boredom about car stats right now <laughs> i'm sorry we're getting to the movie god it's a beautiful car yeah. Oh yeah, Christine's definitely up there on mine. Yeah, it's Christine's a great movie. It's I a did great, enjoy it. It's it's a romantic nightmare. Yeah. If you can't class yeah. it as a romantic comedy, it's a romantic nightmare. Yeah, and yeah. A, a guy is in love with a car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that is hot. Yeah. And the car loves him back, which I think a lot of car people I meet at car shows really wish would happen. Mm. Like, why won't my Vauxhall Nova love me back? Yeah. And the car's like, brum, brum. <laughs> <laughs> I do love you, daddy. Give me legs. <laughs> um, oh, my God. The cars just have voices. No. I don't want to get a speeding ticket. They could talk to you through the radio, though, don't, didn't they? They do that in Maximum Overdrive, I think, or uh, Trucks, I think, is I just is thought that was one. my schizophrenia playing up. No, no, no. no, no they change the radio station so that it can communicate with humans I'm and get them to... Fill up, um, fill up petrol for them, don't they? We've literally spoke for an hour about this. What? And we're nowhere through half the questions I wrote. Oh, really? We've got we've got through probably about four films. I had a list of six. What's your favourite film? I'm pointing at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah, at yeah, my yeah. fervidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What oh, is it? Fervid. Tell me. I'm pushing the 12th. I can't reach the 12th. Oh, there we go. go. What's bit. your favourite yeah. one? What's your favourite Stephen King movie? Because I'm going to talk about mine in a minute. And if yours Ooh. is the same as mine, and I don't think it is, mm. let's go. We didn't talk about any of the modern films. Ah! Mm. What's your favourite movie? Don't worry. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I quite like Wait. a lot of them. No, you go. All right, all right, all right. Because uh, I was going to just scream my favourite and then we were going to scream about it. Go on, scream your favourite. Go on, go no, on. I'm kind of curious back. about what yours is now. I haven't got like a favourite favourite. I like, you know, lots of them. Skip like, you. Oh. Pet Cemetery. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's got to be Pet Cemetery. Oh, the, the original, obviously. Oh, um, uh, to hell with the remake. Yeah, 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 Number yeah, one, good, a good. child gets kicked. Love it. Number two, a child gets hit by a truck. Love Oof. it. Number three. There's a lot of holes in the film, though. But yeah, carry what on. are you even talking about? Are you talking about the top hat? The top Number hat three, for one. The mm. child comes back with a top hat. Number four, <laughs> the wife is gross. Number five, the scene 
uh, in the funeral where they fight and the coffin falls off and the little baby hand comes out and the dad goes, no! <laughs> and then also the scene when Gage gets killed by the truck and they do him on the floor going, no! Yeah, and then there's yeah. the photo snaps and the pictures of the baby fall on the floor and it's so cheesy and I love it every single waking yeah. minute. And then he's resurrected and dad, I can't play with you now. <laughs> you couldn't talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so what, that's what happens throughout the movie. Like you know, it's at, so insane. At one point, he's like running around. Like, he's just a toddler, and, he, and he's a toddler, and he bumps into like moving boxes because just not in, and all he can muster is a uh oh, uh oh. That's and all he's, he's got. He can barely walk. <coughs> he's he's probably like I don't know children's ages because I don't care to. Mm. Um, but he's probably like two or something like yeah. that. He's very limited vocabulary, very limited balance and walking skills and stuff like that. He gets hit by a truck and he comes back a better person for it, mm. and that's what's weird. To an extent, yeah. Yeah. Well, come on, he gets that velvet robe. There's a scene where he has a cane. He has a top hat. He does have a cane. What did I they don't know why he has Why do they bury the kid in this outfit? But they didn't bury this kid in the outfit because if you are a film person, when the baby's hand is shown, when the coffin falls on the floor, he's wearing like a little white outfit, but the outfit that he wears when he's resurrected is green. So he died, mm. got resurrected, went mm. shopping, yeah. came yeah. back, yeah. used a telephone, which by the way, at that point was a rotary dial phone. How would you manage that? You couldn't even walk earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manages full conversation Can't and knows... Can't kite either. Yep. <laughs> You drag that toddler. <laughs> and then has the capacity to lure his father in to some mm. sort of weird death trap. My other favorite thing to do, um, it's not my favorite thing to do, but I enjoy it in Pet Cemetery is when uh, he has the cat, Church, resurrected. Yeah, yeah. And then he sedates Church because he's realized like, oh God. Church is a bit of a jerk, isn't he? Church is a jerk. And he just goes, lay down, <laughs> lay dead. And every now and then when I volunteer at the RSPCA, because that's something I do when the cats are asleep, I just go, lay down, <laughs> play dead. And no one else is around and I enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, I don't harm the animals. They're just asleep. Cats <laughs> sleep a lot, <laughs> I've yeah. noticed. Um, but um, the movie is fundamentally flawed in so many ways. I'd like to think of Pet Cemetery, or as I call it, Crazy Cat Island. That's why I renamed it. Okay. Um, Another rename. For one... Mm. Oh, The Shining was just called Angry Hotels. Yeah, yeah. That was a good nice. one. Uh, Sounds like a Gordon Ramsay series. But yeah. God, doesn't it just? Yeah. Just him screaming. Angry Hotels. He yeah. is in The Overlook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just imagine him being a nightmare. I hate that man. <laughs> um, Everyone in Pet Cemetery is, I'm going to just say this, fundamentally idiots. Yeah. I spent How? the whole movie. I spent the whole movie waiting for that line as well. Literally well, sometimes waiting for dad is better. Yeah, and then and then he says it when he's like sat in the. In his, I think it's in his kitchen with him. Like yeah, yeah. Judd, I think his name is. And he says it like three times. And yeah. Because like, he's trying to get it through to him because he knows that that dad is about to dig up the corpse of his son and put it in the pet cemetery like an idiot. Yeah. Pet cemetery is a movie where you you are just. I've just prefaced because I should be responsible. If you haven't seen Pet Cemetery, uh, there's a Indian burial ground near where this family have moved well, yeah. moved to. And the neighbor is like, hey, if you bury your pet in there, it will come back. But it won't be the same. It'll be a bit like, Ugh, and um, But, you know, then the daughter's cat dies uh, classically when she's on vacation. And the dad's like, oh, man, I'm a bad dad. The cat's dead. They bury the cat. The cat comes back. It's super evil. And so then when the son dies, the dad was like, oh. <laughs> Someone in this room's got a great idea, and it's me. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and everyone, and then, as you said, Judd's like, hey, by the way, dead is better. Yeah, yeah. Don't dig up your son. And the dad's like, shut up, old man, and goes and does it. And yeah. then um, my favorite part of it all, 
is after the kid is resurrected and he's gone shopping for some absolute swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, dressed like, top hat, he's right? dressed like yeah. a pimp. Probably some spats or something. Yeah, you know, and yeah. he's like yeah. absolutely living his best life, rotary phoning, <laughs> dialing up dominoes, having a great time, <laughs> um, spending his father's money, yeah. my moon millions. Um, Daddy doesn't learn his lesson. His wife then dies. Oh, yeah, right at the end. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Audio yeah. listeners, a fly has joined us. That's how interesting Special this podcast appearance. is getting. It's just me <laughs> being like, oh, a fly. Um, it's going to go in my mouth. Uh, and then um, his wife dies. And yeah. even though he's just watched his child's son murder his neighbor, he then injects sedatives into the baby. Football kicks the baby down a corridor. <laughs> Probably your favorite part of the movie, isn't it? Shh, shh, yeah. shh, shh, yeah. It really was. Yeah. Uh, it's the way the kid bounces off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Proper so hits his head on the sideboard proper, as well. Like proper. Really he, I never like when I first watched the movie. I was like, "Oh, you're sedating the kid. I get it." And then when he punts him down the hallway, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> God! I'm gonna rewind and watch that again." And I did. That's for all those sleepless nights. Yeah, just he punts that toddler so hard it ricochets off the wall. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, just people working for the NSPCC watching this, just being like, "Well, I don't agree at all." <laughs> You should, never, now this. you should never punt a resurrected child. <laughs> um, he's a demon baby. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so he's he's uh, for the he's like, oh, hang on a minute, everyone. Have you anyone ever here heard the phrase third times a charm?" And his wife's dead, so he buries her. She comes back, is super gross, yeah. isn't she? There's like even, a bit of a face that, um, is missing. That, he, there's even that ghost mate saying to him, like, you know, as he's Pascal. Up and what, Pascal, that's his name. Pascal. Yeah. Like, he's, as he's carrying his wife away mm. to the in the burial ground, he's going, "Oh no, don't do it." Absolute do it. idiot. And the, and Turn the, around. And the, and the guys go, "No, no, no! I just waited too long last time. Yeah. This will work. She's this super work. fresh, baby. Yeah, this and fresh. Like, she comes back looking like what." is i don't know why she's fresh but gage went shopping used a phone did all this stuff looked swag she comes back her face is missing her outfit's covered in skank yeah. they make out i'm like squeeze beef yeah. but if you um like you know if your son can get dressed up for her, his resurrection why do you look like trash lady yeah and also what i was gonna say about the um about the baby you know the toddler who gets smashed by audio listeners truck. my dog is trying to dig a hole in the couch once again every yeah. episode is going to involve at some point valkyrie ruining it for everyone <laughs> please continue with your story <laughs> ignore the scratching sounds my apologies listeners oh she's settled down it's fine carry on <laughs> so when gage gets hit by the truck you know to die classic the first time, classic moment you know, of cinema those trucks are flying down that road that's part of the yeah. part of the point the you know, 16 they wheelers. It a few times yeah 16 wheelers you know how many tons are they you know a like, lot a lot he gets smashed by this truck as he's chasing after a car. Oh, the tr- truck overturns as well. Wow, maybe that kid's made of adamantian bones. That's where I'm going with this. But I was he's about seen to one say, piece. Like, maybe the right. Life. Let's give the truck driver the benefit of the doubt because he slightly sees him just before and then he swerves. So maybe it was the swerve that rolled the truck. That rolled the truck. But let's think about it like this. Also, the w- oh, sorry, really quickly. Also, did you notice that when the wife is coming back because she's getting freaked out, she's coming back to check on the husband. It's the same truck driver who gives it, who picks her up hitchhiking. Yes. And if you want a fun, if you want a fun little interesting fact as well, the truck driver is playing a Ramones song in yeah, the yeah, um, yeah. car because the Ramones went on to do the soundtrack for Pet Cemetery too. Oh, right, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you've cool. not heard the song, everyone hates eighties Ramones. I love eighties Ramones, and the song's called Pet Cemetery. It's iconic. Please go and listen to it. The chorus is literally, "I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. Hmm. Don't want to live my life again." 
nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to listen to that song when this is finished. Okay, good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. Um, my, I used to live, when I used to live with my pal Jake, um, the be- the canned bean yeah, guy. Yeah, the ravioli guy. He's a big <laughs> Ramones fan and he got me into 80s Ramones and... Um, Thank you for that, Jake. It's a fantastic thing. And I still absolutely love that song, if you are wondering. <laughs> even though I literally... Sweet cold I just spoke <laughs> to him today and I'm talking about him like he's a long lost friend. I'm like, no, I spoke to Jake today. I'm seeing him Friday. Hi, Jake. Yeah. Um, escape room on Friday. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're coming. Seymour excited. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Woo. Woo. Anyway, okay. Ryan's coming. Yeah, that's exciting. I know. Huh? He messaged me today. Ooh. Ryan is my friend who very rarely leaves the house and we love him dearly. And I'm very excited that he's coming. Um just talking about my birthday like these people (laughs) have any relative no like any point of interest in that anyway all your fans are going to show up oh they don't know where i live Mm. i live on mars (laughs) um where were we going yes He's an idiot. And I forgot completely <laughs> where it was going. Oh, um, the baby. Yes. Yeah, so th- I had the point. Yeah. I had the point. 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 So the truck hits the baby. Mm-hmm. God, we're so in-depth about this death. Yeah. The truck hits the baby. Surely, let's think about it logically. Like, if you've ever seen anyone be hit by a train or a truck, and they're very small like a toddler is, they would just explode. Yeah. Um, yet there's enough of the baby for it to be the baby again when it's resurrected. But the mm. wife, she has like a part of her skull missing from where she got killed. And she, when she's resurrected, her bit of her skull was still missing. Mm. So did they like sweep up the shards of Gage and have and a really good mortician? Like yeah. And the mortician was like, <laughs> honey, put the dinner in the microwave. I'm going to have <laughs> a long a night. <laughs> I gotta sew five thousand pieces of a baby back together. You want me to put it back together? I need some orange twirls. Yeah, I need some orange twirls and some smart water, and I just can't get enough. Uh, yeah, because like that, there is oh Jesus, there's a lot of inconsistencies with Stephen King, and we can admit that. And I think you know we're coming full circle. We are coming to the end of the podcast, and we are going to try and round this up with that weird long ten minute chat about how that baby died. Uh, you know, and but this, despite the inconsistencies, and despite sometimes the insane narratives of his shows um very briefly we will just touch upon some of the more modern stuff he did kind of take a bit more of a serious tone room 1408 is based on a short story of his it's a very very good movie um you've got things like secret window with johnny depp it's a very very good movie as well and then obviously he's done a lot of successful tv series such as castle rocker if no one's ever heard of it i fully recommend you check out rose red which is a fantastic tv series he did uh and again you do have the tv series which were the shining um, yes, and everyone's going to be screaming right now that we haven't spoke about it. I'm going to just say it, trash. Yeah, or The Green Mile. Excellent film. That was Stephen King. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Very good. And, and there uh, are... Shawshank Redemption. Yes, there are movies that Stephen King has done. There are you know, stories, rather, that he's written um, that do have serious tones. But it seems to me that the predominantly horror-based ones... Because The Green Mile's not really a horror, I wouldn't say. No, 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 no. He did that Stand By Me as well, that kid yeah, film. Yeah, Stand like, By Me with uh, Corey Feldman and stuff like that. Mm. And then obviously you've got, like, again, The Shawshank Redemption. Uh, and Room 1408, uh, you know, is a horror. A Secret Window isn't really a horror. I'd say it's certainly more of a psychological film. There are movies where you, Stephen King goes, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to be super serious. Um, and they're great. And they're fantastic story. It's fantastic storytelling like it is. Um, Castle Rock is a TV series he's done, which is very successful. Uh, Kingdom Hospital as well is a bit crazy, but still pretty good. And obviously you have the success of The Stand and his numerous books, collections and everything like that, which is fantastic. Um, if you've not watched Kingdom Hospital, by the way, I'm circumventing background. Please go and watch that. It's weird and fantastic. Again, with Rose Red, it's Rose Red is really bad but it's so bad it's good mm. um it's yeah, one of yeah, those yeah. it's so cheesy it's, like it's, full it's right, so yeah. cheesy it's good but there's something about the timelessness since we are a horror podcast the timelessness of stephen king's horror which i absolutely love and i kind of like that it's dumb 
I yeah. kind of like yeah. that you watch Pet Cemetery and go, yo, where'd that kid get that top hat? Yeah. I yeah, kind yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah. when you watch Children of the Corn go, we'll just take the corn out of the engine bay and drive away, you idiots. Yeah. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, climb up the flight of stairs, get away from the car that can only be on ground level. Like, come on, everyone, it's you know? It's, it's ent- entertainment, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, you're getting your full, if you went to the cinema and saw it, money's worth, but like, you know, I just watched it at home. But <laughs> like, you know, you're getting you're getting what you wanted. You know, you put on a movie, you want it to entertain you for what yeah. eighty minutes, hour and a half, whatever it is. Mm. And you know, Pet Cemetery last night definitely did that. You know, you got to watch Pet Cemetery two, by the way. Pet Cemetery two is actually really good. Oh really? Yeah, no, it's okay. actually it's actually really. It's got my my lover Edward Furloin in it, but not in that movie because he's like a child. But still, Edward Furloin's hot. Um, teenage American History X, Edward Furloin, like okay. something about those shaved heads. Mm. Um, yeah, he is a very. It's it's horror that like it sounds really weird to say it's horror that the family can enjoy, yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. a way. And I think that he's written, you know, you've got things like The Stand, and uh, you know, there's so God, there is. We know when we start talking about it, there are so many. Mm. My God, there we could do this in a two part because yeah. this is crazy. I haven't even mentioned Carrie, and that is like one of the most highly plug rated it ones. up, plug it again. Yeah. I don't really like Carrie. Do you not? No. Uh, eh. Yes. I'm yeah. a woman. I've had a period. Get over it. <laughs> I didn't kill everyone in my what prom. What telekinesis? My mother was also abusive. Mm. I didn't kill everyone at my prom. Mm. I didn't have a prom. They got Oscars. Well, they got nominated for Oscars for that film. Both of them. The yeah, well, so did Titanic, so no one cares. And that mm. film's absolute trash. Mm. Come at me, Titanic stands. I don't care. I don't like the movie. Um, I was on the Titanic. Get a grip. I had my period <laughs> and my mother was abusive. God, I've had a life. <laughs> <laughs> Your telekinesis took it down. I can't, but yeah, I can't push those twelves any closer <laughs> to you. <laughs> Rila Kuma's eyeing up the twelves, audio listeners. Mm. Uh, I think Rila Kuma wants a little bit of your twelve action. I'm sure bears can have twelves. Um, yeah, I mean, this is it, this is a guy that has s- uh, not only a huge, you know, expansively long career, which is in so many different pies, as we said at the beginning of the podcast, and it's every single thing is is almost been a success. I would say he's predominantly been very successful in everything he's done. Yeah. books tv series movies it, nothing's been uh, I'm, i hate to say it but like oscar worthy titanic air quote like mm. big mm. in regards to like box office breakings yeah but maybe cause that's because of the cheesy pie element you know maybe yeah. that throws them off like. but it doesn't matter because he's got this you know this amazing ability to keep writing and creating new things which i absolutely love and enjoy and i think many many people do some people only love his books some people love his movies some people love the remakes and adaptations of his movies that's fine um they're not personally for me i mean i don't know if you've seen the new it's they're terrible yeah i I I do prefer the old one yeah if i was to pick again it was another part of where he did the movie but it became one of these two-part tv specials which stephen king seems to like stand doing that's the perfect way to describe it. Stephen King is made for TV movie quality, but yeah. he's actually making the movie. Yeah, and there's yeah, yeah. something about that homey simplicity. It's on on the daytime TV channel, like your mum watched it kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, most of the way through most of the movies, you could have that on any time. You know, if you yeah. have watersheds and things like that, don't yeah. you? So like, you know, you and just I have to... Did he do that intentionally? Did he make movies that, you know that had the spooky element to it but that could be watched with anyone at any point and mm. he could skip over because if i think about it like you don't hear a lot of like effing and a jeffin in the old stephen king movies either like some do but not that not no. immense there's not exceptional amounts of gore you know no. like it's very it's very implied and things like that and yeah it's not over the top there's something about i mean skip over the hobbling scene in misery because that was terrifying that was to watch. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, hardcore yeah, yeah. but um you know this this guy has just really rounded so many things up and and he's sort of like 
done so well for himself and he's very humble as well because I've watched him on a lot of interviews Eli Roth did a fantastic TV series about um, horror recently which I believe was out on Shudder um, oh, and if shout you out to Shudder. shout out to Shudder if you if you have it, please go and watch it. Uh, Eli Roth's History of Horror, I think it's believe, or Masters of Horror, one of the two. Forgive me if I get it wrong, um, but it's a fantastic thing. And Stephen King's on there, and he's incredibly humble and charismatic and enjoyable to watch. You know, I love John Carpenter, but if you watch John Carpenter in an interview, he's just like, "I hate everyone, leave me alone." Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen King's, and uh, if you watch Eli Roth, he's very sort of like over the top, and and everyone's got their personalities. And and Stephen King is just right in the middle. You know, he knows what he does. He does is good. And I, I love his vibe, and he's low key, and he's funny. Like and his movies, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he's just a cool guy, and you know we simp for you, Stephen King. So yeah, overall, I just I feel like he's never going to retire, and I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You can yeah. stay in the basement with this typewriter for as long as he wants. You know, it's, 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 it's all fine. pushing twirls <laughs> through the like under the gaps, <laughs> and he like sucks them out like like a little weird baby bird. Feed me the twirls. What's his wife's name? Uh, Tabitha, I think. That's a terrible name. <laughs> Tabitha, I require more trolls. <laughs> she like chews them up and spits them through the floorboards. Right now, we're writing our own Stephen King novel. <laughs> <laughs> he just listens to us. He's like, "Well, that's a book right there." <laughs> I've got another one. <laughs> I got another one, guys. Uh, yeah, I just I do love it, and I it's fantastic. And yeah, I mean, we haven't touched on so many. Now we think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I say, I had a list of like sixteen. I could have like, could have gone through, and that was just what I thought of without googling. Yeah, like, you know, that was just ones I could come up with my like brain selfishly just went i'm gonna watch children of the corn of the corn like <laughs> and i just i was like i really like that movie and then i like forgot about how much there was and then i was sitting down oh. today and i was like what were you oh, oh mention this pete's one clicking well, his like, arm you know, gesturing yeah sorry I, I wave my arm sometimes but i you know uh apt pupil have you seen that oh, i know right I'm, i know i'm I knew waving be, my arm yeah no you're waving, waving your arms, arms. Oh my God. I is that gutted. stephen king film yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, King you're well. right because I was looking I at it the other day because I have it on my hard drive and it said Stephen King and I went, oh yeah, we should, oh, oh we watch that. We'll talk about that in the podcast. Yeah. And then it slipped my mind completely because yeah. I was probably watching Children of the Corn for the seventh day in a <laughs> row, uh, and then just going, how are they going to get out of this one? And I completely know. It's corn in okay. your car. <laughs> <laughs> no, just leave, just just leave it in there. There's corn um, the engine bay. Yeah, there's corn yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah God, people. that's right up your street as well. You've got like don't. You know, it's right up your street. You Bring you up why it's right up my street. No, no, no. I wasn't <laughs> going to. No, it's fine. It's fine. You, you know, you have your own hobbies and interests, and that's absolutely fine. Audio listeners, I have an interest. This, this whole podcast is just me narcissistically the beans. Yeah. bringing up stuff I'm into, and I feel like such a gross narcissist. But they've all been within context. I have an interest in military history. I, yeah, I was watching Schindler's List. You know, we get. I really, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm very interested that, in yeah. World War II history. And yeah. obviously, if you haven't seen um, At Pupil, uh, he's an ex. Um, like he's like a general or something, or something. Yeah. yeah he's like a high up yeah, guy yeah, yeah. in in the and in the third reich you know, yeah finished gone over to america to like he's you know, have in hiding a new life and mm. all that yeah well he's trying to not be con- convicted of war crimes well yeah which that, happened a lot there was obviously a lot of uh you know gestapos and ss members and uh, x y and z members of the third reich and the army that dissipated into europe and america and stuff obviously to escape from the war crimes that they could be persecuted for uh, and yes, Apt Pupil is about a very studious young boy mm-hmm. at school who uh, simps super hard for the Nazis yeah. and essentially finds out that this guy is one of them and, and savagely, best friend. savagely goes after him. Yeah. And again, it's not a horror movie, but like The Green Mile and, and the others that we mentioned earlier, it's it's like Secret Window and stuff. It's it's very, very psychological. It's very full of suspense. I haven't watched it in a few years. I think I definitely will... Is it... Hmm? Ian, 
was the comedian? Mm, what? The guy in it, the old man. Just say names. Oh, no, no I, I wouldn't know him. Like Ian There's McKellen some or something yes, like that? Yes, oh, he's really? in it. Oh, yes, nice. I believe it's Ian McKellen. I'm going to be so wrong the now. the first Ian yeah. I've got. Great, it does. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah. Uh, we, we think he's in it. Right, it right. could not be him. Yeah. It's someone like Robert Redford or like <laughs> completely Jim <laughs> Carrey. It's Jim Carrey. And we're like, yeah, that's the same guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's him. Yeah, um, yeah. They look identical. One's like 70 and <laughs> one's like 25. Uh, yeah, what a great movie. Oh, God, see, this is the point. Yeah. we got to round this up. We're going, we could go for hours and that's the thing. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And that, that speaks huge volumes for, uh, for Stephen King. So, you know, fantastic. I'm happy with everything. I'm happy with everything he does. Even though I don't watch some of it, I can still appreciate it. And I'm sure you're the same. Like, yeah, you know, even if you, we differ on the on the Kubrick and the, mm. the, the Shining ideas. The trash or whatever, versus the know, good stuff. The angry hotel. <laughs> like, angry hotels. Yeah, like, you know, all sorts of great movies. Like, you know, if, you've, mm. if you haven't seen lots of them, like Maximum Overdrive, that's a, that's a yes. hot horror comedy or whatever. Yes, that's yes, quite yes. good. Like, you know, obviously, you know, they've got the big players, as you, as you would put it. You yeah, know, like the, the Carries the and Christines yeah. and... And you I think know, with the remakes Salem's that are coming Lot. out, oh, didn't even talk about Salem's we, Lot. Yes, I used to love that film you as know well. What? And I think with the that could do with a remake. Do you know? Uh, there's talk of it, by the way. Is it? There is talk of it. Because it's just so dated, like and the special effects that you can do, like <laughs> yeah, with the, the strings teeth. as he's flying, oh, the teeth, and ah. Uh, like Great uh, movie, though. the thing is, and I was about to say, just to round it up as well, is that I'm going to just keep saying I'm going to round it up and then not. I'm going to uh, keep throwing out new titles. Yeah, and then <laughs> just stop. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, right. You could have a cigarette if we stop. Mm, that's true. Oh. I was thinking I might stuff my mouth with orange chocolate, and then I won't be able to say ASMR any more, um, vibes. Yeah. The um, mist. The list. The mist. Oh God, the mist. Uh, stop you, it! Just you stop it right now. We're gonna run out. We're gonna run out. Running right. out. Right. It's my job to do the outro. I know. I know. <laughs> Stephen King, I, as I was just before I was going to end it, I was going to say, I think with the remakes coming out, although personally, I don't think any of the remakes have done any justice. I think it's introducing a new audience to um, great storytelling. And that is the key that we're looking at here. This is great storytelling. Uh, it's it's horror. It's thrillers. It's suspense. Suspense. All <laughs> of its finest. I can't actually say suspense properly anymore. I think I always just say suspense. Uh. Yeah, I think I, I have a disease. It's broken. I can't yeah. say the T in Planet Arium. I love that episode of South Park as Planet well. Arium. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's uh yeah it's you know this is a great uh, this is a man who's i would easily say is some sort of literary, literary genius and that's fantastic for him uh, good for you stephen king just so great diminished job. that out there, there i was like yeah it's great for you and i and i hope that you know generations of audiences to come do enjoy his movies and i do think that some of his movies even the, the older and dated ones are going to be the sort of things that go down in the way that hitchcock did i.e like the birds and psycho and stuff like that just because they are just excellent storytelling and even though some of it's a bit goofy that's why we're kind of here that's why we love it uh, and as I said, some of the serious movies, The Green Mile is held as an amazing piece of cinema. Mm -hmm. And uh, personally, it's not a great movie to me, but I do appreciate it. And it is fantastic. And, you know, great. You know, it's all so good. And I'm just going to say great loads because I've just I'm going to say the word great. Oh, no, no. Because I can't say great. suspense. That's because he is great. You know, that's because he is great. He's one of the great writers of our, of our generation, if we can call it that. He's up there with R.L. Stein, who wrote Goosebumps. <laughs> no. Certainly <laughs> is. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, guys, I'm so yeah stoked for you to join me on episode two. And I'm so grateful for Pete for coming to join us again for this Stephen King, even though you didn't have all the preparation time in the world. But we could shoot today and we had time to shoot. And I was like, let's go while we can because we both have incredibly hectic schedules. Um, 
my next episode i'm planning on hitting up the evil dead franchise hopefully oh, nice. so please if i get that wrong i apologize it's either going to be the evil dead franchise or i'm going to be talking about spoof horror i.e the scary movies and tucker and dale versus evil mm, okay. one of the two are going to be the next episodes i don't know which order they're going to be in i mm. seem so unprofessional right now <laughs> but i do know so obviously it's getting guests in place i will have other guests to come on and do those things with me and so look forward to those they're definitely coming up in the franchise i will the Evil Dead franchise is long as well. we got a lot to talk about with that mm. one. So, yes, I'm hoping to do The Evil Dead next. If not, please look forward to the Scary Movie franchise. There is so much to talk about. And I will have my guest friend Phil on for that. And Sadie will be joining me for The Evil Dead. So there is much to come and enjoy. And once again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us a like and share and share us on social media on Spotify. Please give us a follow and do all the usual things. We are on Instagram as well at UK Film Review. So please go over there and ping us a like. It is always welcome. It is always so well received. And we are so grateful for you listening every single week. And it is goodbye from me. And it is goodbye and a big thanks to my friend Pete. Oh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Take care, guys. And you have a great evening. Thank you so much for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.